on tonight's show. We have actress and mompreneur, Samir Paul. And now for your host, Cool Car. Welcome back, everybody, to the Kicking with Cool Car show. I am your host, Cool Car. This is episode 76. Last week on episode 75, I had the Vegas Don. He is a rapper. He's an MC from the Digital Underground. God rest his soul, Shock G. Uh, yeah, man, he was talking about you know his experiences, his lifelong experiences with the group. He was on the run for like 18 years while he was with the group, and none of the group even knew he was on the run for the police, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, we just had a, a good talk, man. He's into youth empowerment now, so he's basically schooling young kids on the hip-hop culture, the business of hip-hop, and just being an entrepreneur and, you know, being self-sufficient. So, yeah, kudos to him. He's doing great things for the community. He says that once he was acquitted, <laughs> after he turned himself in after an 18-year run, he was acquitted, and he gave himself to God, and he told himself that that's what he would do. He would he would basically give his life to empowering the youth and teaching them you know, to do the right thing, because he didn't do the right thing and all that. But anyway, this week, we have Samil Palm. She is a mompreneur. She likes to call herself a mompreneur. She's an entrepreneur. She's a mother. Uh, she wears many hats. Yes, she, she has a branding company. She has a talk show like myself. Uh, what else? She has a lot of stuff going on, but I'll let her explain all that to you on episode 76. But let me bring her in with a nice, warm welcome to Cool Carway. And uh, yeah, we'll dig into her brain and we'll see what she has going on. All right, let's get it, y'all. <laughs> and welcome to the show, Samil Palm. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited about, you know, being here with you and chatting and getting yes. some good information here. Yes, yeah. let's get into your life, girl. Let's talk uh, you. She's like, eh. Look, it's not like a Wendy Williams type of digging. No, we ain't going to dig like that. I told you. Nothing personal unless you share it. But we are going to talk about yeah. being a mother. And an entrepreneur, an actress, a branding specialist, all of that. Like, how do you juggle all of that? Let's get into that. Look, and let's not Almost. forget a wife. Yeah, <laughs> a wife. But that's the good thing. That's a blessing. So you have support. That's a support system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not a single mother yeah. doing it all. So, yeah. But, yeah. How, how, yeah. how is it? Like, how long have you been in the entrepreneurial realm trying to do it for yourself? And I don't want to say trying. Just doing it for yourself because you have many hats that you're mm -hmm. wearing and you're doing your thing. And a mother. Like, how old is your child? How long have you been doing that? 
Yeah. Um, well, my son, he's three. Yeah, he's three now. I have to okay. remember that he just turned three this year, which is crazy. I'm like, wow, I have a three-year-old. So yeah, he's three. Um, I've been in business for myself since 2017. Okay. Um, but recently I just um, resigned from my nine to five mm -hmm. and congratulations. Totally, thank you. <laughs> it's been, congratulations. It's been, um, it's been a journey, you know, just feeling comfortable and finding that balance of, you know, not answering to someone else, but having to answer to myself and Absolutely. just work, work, work. It, it doesn't stop. So it takes a different you know, type I've, of drive. It yes. Takes to type be, of drive because there's no one cracking the whip, but you on yourself. Yes. Uh, and you don't even realize how many times I've said I'm going back to work a job just so I can have that consistent flow of money, you know, you know, to be able to do the things to fund my yeah. businesses. Yeah. So it is a constant, you know, struggle for me that I'm working through yeah. and just being patient with myself right. to realize that I can do this. I was made for this. I've always been a leader or what people would consider a boss, you right. know? So let me, let me I, say I something. Let me say something though, because I, I don't want okay. you to feel a certain way. If ever you have to take a step back and go back to that nine to five, because you know what you do as an entrepreneur, you make that part of your plan. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel like, oh man, I, you know what I mean? I quit on myself or I'm failing. No, make it a part of your plan. That's it, period. Yeah. You know, that's not the end goal. You know that you're not there to stay. You're just using that as part of your plan. I'm not telling you to have a plan B. It's not a plan B. It's just a yeah. plan. Make it that part of your plan. If you have to take it that route, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you have to take yeah. it that route. Make it a last resort. But if you have to take it that route, just know it's part of the plan. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of, definitely yeah a lot of people if they have to fall back into that nine to five they feel, you know they feel down they're depressed they're like oh man i didn't and defeated right exactly no help. yeah utilize that utilize yeah. that to fuel your and fund your dreams yeah Sometimes and it's it, crazy that you say that because i have friends who understand that or or a support system where people are like you have to do what's best for you and like you said, make it all work together. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really feel bad, but for me, like, you know, I'm just a go-getter. I just want to make it happen. And right. I had to realize that you know, the timing of others is not my time. Just being patient and working through that process yeah. is like key. Cause yeah. that's what humbles you. And that's what makes it all more appreciative in the end. Absolutely. You know, when you know that you've took these steps and, and, work through these transitional periods so yeah don't suffer from fomo fear of missing out you know you see you see you know you that's that's the main problem with the gram and that's what's killing these kids out here man with their self-esteem depression <laughs> is all at an all-time high even suicide because they're looking at what everybody else quote-unquote has you know and even if they do have it which a lot don't on there but if they do have it you have to understand that took years of preparation of hard work of sacrifice of being broke being poor being hungry you just never know what these people have gone through to get there you know what i mean but they just see that yeah. but see the people that are there they i can say that they're kind of at fault at times too because they lead this life on as though they didn't struggle some not all yeah. but some will lead the life or lead that impression of they they never struggled to get there and it's just all been glorious but these kids don't know any better you know, if you're going to be on there doing that, you kind of have a responsibility to just be true. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be true. That's why I appreciate people who are transparent with their journey and even people that let you see the steps or let you see the before and after. Those stories are so special and important so that people can know, no, this was work. This was a process. It wasn't overnight. The money just didn't come. There was a lot of homeless moments, a lot of eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to survive, you know. I just really do appreciate people who are willing to let us see that that transparency about their journey. Yeah. Yeah. None of this is a movie, man. You know what I mean? It's not Mm -hmm. this is this is not clueless where you just woke up and you're rich and you're out there like happy go lucky. Like (laughs) people go through things to get to where they're going, you know, and there's some glorious moments and there's some glory at the I don't even say at the end, but just along the way, because it's all a journey anyway. You know, but you got to be transparent, man. Let people know that you struggle. Let people see where you've gone so you can help them. That's why I do this show. You know what I'm saying? Like, let people see. Let them see the wounds. Let them see the scars. Tell them about your journey because a lot of people out here feel like they're alone. You know, they they need to hear somebody else say, no, you know what? It looks good now, but I went through what you're going through. I've been there. So trust trust me when I believe, you know, trust, trust me when I say this. You can, you too can have this, you know, because I've been there. Yeah. People need to hear that, you know. People need. And to hear- even when you said the word "alone," started to cut you off. That was a trigger word for me because, for one, like to go back to your question, I moved to Atlanta to pursue film and television, and it was just me, you know. I moved here with friends that I went to college with, and then I had a childhood friend that lived here. Mm. But other than that, you know, it was me coming to this new place to explore. I was young. I didn't have a family at the time, so I came here fresh, ready to go. Yeah. And along the way, things changed for me, which is fine, because, of course, that wasn't a part of what I thought my plan was, you know, the plan I set for myself. But along the way, I became a mother. I became a wife. And in the midst of that, still trying to have that balance of being an artist, being an entrepreneur, because I had already launched Royal Flesh Productions in 2017. And shortly after, things quickly changed for me. So, But being here with just my husband and my child and us having our family, oftentimes when that lifestyle didn't align with people who I, I initially had relationships with I felt alone you know because no one imagines raising their child or having a family without that village or without that aunt or sister or or you know person that you can rely on in the case of emergency but um yeah that it was tough for me trying to maintain and hold on to all these hats and be so strong Mm -hmm. you know so I will say honestly and transparent that I was one of those people that was putting on a facade for social media that, oh, I have it all. It's all good. Yeah. I'm balancing mom life. I'm balancing wife life. I'm balancing being Samil. But honestly, I had gotten so far away from who who I was. Yeah. 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 It it was crazy. Like I was. Yeah. You know, I, I was so far away from that and it was beginning to hurt me, you know, mm-hmm. and I had to have that self-realization and, you know, get in prayer and, and find find myself again. You know, there were many breakdowns. There were many tears. There were many mamas. I need you, you know, because it was just hard. You know, it's emotional, making me emotional now. But I will say as of this moment. I am on that path of rediscovery. I'm on that path of I'm 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 popping, you know, yeah, and I have yeah. to 
um, I've always been humble, but I have to, I had to realize that it's okay to say I'm popping because I am, yeah. you know? And, mm-hmm. and so all of that was a part of the evolution and the transformation right. of, you know, me understanding who I was in each role. Cause it did take understanding, you know, all of these things were kind of happening at once. Mm-hmm. But once I had time to just sit back and say, okay, what is my identity as a mom? What is my identity as a wife? What is my identity as Samuel? And how can all of these things come together? And they all I work finally, yeah, yeah, I'm finally finding that balance and understanding of myself again. That's what it's all about. It's all about finding mm-hmm. yourself and, and just knowing how to maneuver as yourself. And you said a word, which was prayer. And I normally start my shows off with a prayer. We jump right in. Do you mind if I pray? go on back and do that prayer? We got we got to give them the glory. We got to give them the glory. We, yes, and they only gonna take them in. We got to give. Look, it. that's fine. <laughs> All right, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this moment. Thank you for bringing us together to have this conversation, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We pray and ask that it can enlighten some people, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. They may catch wind of this show, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for sustaining us along the way. We've all had our journeys. We've all had our ups and our downs, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for allowing us to be transparent and speak so eloquently about it to help others, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the glory, all the love, all the praise in your name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I had to go back. had to get that. But you also said something about the Instagram thing, right? So um, I used to be going real hard on Instagram posting and just sitting up there thinking like, what can I post? What can I post to just kind of brand myself, brand myself? Man, listen, I got so burnt out on that. I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing too much. Let me just do whatever the hell I feel to do when I feel to do it. And don't you know, I've gotten more followers by doing that. By just doing, mm-hmm. not even being on there as much because it's draining and you lose yeah. yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to just stay ahead of the game and you're trying to post and you're trying to think of what, you know what I mean? And it's like, no, you lose yourself. You really lose yourself. Um, yeah. So like I said, man, I've, I've cut back. I do what's necessary and I actually sustain the followers that I get even more so and I get more. You know what I mean? But before when it was just a shot in the dark, a shot in the dark, just trying to do this, trying to do that, I'll get them and then they drop off and I get them. And I don't care about the numbers. I'm just saying this as a reference to what we are speaking about. It's like you really have to just know yourself, not lose yourself and just be you and do it. Just do whatever you need to do for you and not for everybody else that's looking or not looking or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And people feel, people feel when you're being genuine, you know, as much as people try to pretend like it's just a screen, you can sense and feel and read between the lines of what people want to say, what they're trying to say. And And you can feel when they're doing too much. You can feel when it's a a blatant effort, you know what I mean? And it's not genuine. You can just tell like you're putting on, you're doing too much, you know? So it's like, you gotta be real because people see right through that, man. Right through it. But when you said you moved here from, um, where'd you move from? Because I know you're from Ghana. I'm from Texas. From Texas. So I was born in Texas. I'm originally from Texas. My father was born in Ghana and my mother is American. So um, yeah, I moved here from Texas. I went to school in Arkansas. I graduated from the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Okay. So uh, I, I traveled a little bit, you know, <laughs> before I landed here in Atlanta. So it was Texas, Arkansas, Texas, Atlanta. Have you ever been to Ghana? Have you been back? Have you 
So that's in the works. Okay. I just say that in the process of planning those trips, unfortunate circumstances would intervene. So okay. we're trying to do that. Um, my brothers are going at the end of this month. Okay. So um, that is in the works because I would like to take my son and let him see his father's family and right. his grandfather's family and my family and just, you know, being amongst family and see the culture and just yeah, sure. connect with that and did you at least grow up eat, eating fufu did you at least oh yeah yeah no definitely <laughs> I, my, I definitely grew up in a traditional Ghanaian home okay. my dad and my sister who was born in Ghana and I had aunts and uncles who were very much present who made sure we ate the food we participated in the festival so bad oh well we're having it today because it is a celebration so we'll, we'll, bring we'll, some we'll have back. some bring some okay. back don't freeze it up and put in one of them little cold bags Look, I mean. yeah that's definitely how we we keep it we keep it going keep it and fresh what is what is is it called jala jalaf yeah jalaf rice which uh ghana jalaf is the best don't let anybody else fool you (laughs) listen i'll tell you i'm gonna have to swing through tell your husband i need to swing by man look and he's actually a good cook so he might hook yeah hey if you're watching hey brother (laughs) (laughs) look i'm sure he will not mind hosting you and then you'll be be hooked you'll be like brother i'll be so gracious so gracious i need it for real man so listen, yeah. let's talk about because I know you you were telling me about um you you teach financial literacy or you create financial well, no, literacy. I, well, I have a background in banking where you know financial literacy was something that I enjoy educating the community about. Okay. Uh, one of my close friends here who is a realtor, she um, made sure that that was something that we were knowledgeable about mm-hmm. and making sure that you know we spread it you know, the information or we were able to go out and teach the community, right. especially people who look like you and I about savings and about owning Definitely. homes and the preparation behind it. And just, you know, making sure that those resources are available. And I'm just so excited about how people are talking more about the different options. Yeah. Cause you know, back in the day, people were like, Oh, I'm throwing the money under my mattress. I don't trust banks or, you know, whatever their mindset was. So I'm just glad that people are evolving when it comes to alternative ways to build wealth and create that foundation and stability for their family. You know, the mobile phone helps out a lot too, though. Honestly, you said the, the what? The mobile phone with with you know oh. with the millennials and everything. It's like you know these apps like Robinhood and all the Acorn and yes. all. So even though it's it's, it's scratching the surface, you know it's not like a Meritrade or E Trade and all that. But at least they're getting the gist of it and they're getting uh, a little bit of knowledge and a, a desire to just want to throw some money in there and see what happens. You know, yeah, so, taking that risk. Yeah, People yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you have to realize in order to make money, you have to invest. You have to Gotta know that you're going to lose. Yeah. I don't want to say lose, but you, things are not going to happen as fast as you might think. Right. Or, it, you know, it may make a decline before it increases. So that's why I'm glad that people are building okay wealth. with that. Yeah. 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 That, that's how you do it. And I had to realize that and and feel comfortable with that knowing that hey if i want to make this i gotta do this you know so i think i think honestly if you if you look like us a lot of us have to get comfortable taking those risks because you you know i don't know what type of background you have but with me you know my dad never taught me financial literacy or anything like that like we we weren't 
I come from middle class, you know, but he never taught me financial literacy. I didn't learn it in school. So it's like when you get money, you know, either when you were young, it's like, I'm going to go and buy this. I'm going to go and buy that. Or I'm going to hold on to this because I don't know when I'm going to get it again. So then when it comes to like even me with gambling, I'm like, I'm not big on gambling because I don't want to lose my money. But when it came, when it comes to like investing now, I understand it. I get it. So now I'm willing to take those risks. I'll do that before I go gamble my money trying to win some money at a table when I know it's rigged and then half of the time they're going to take my money. You know, 90% yeah. they're going to take my money. So, yeah. So I just think, you know, we can owe it to mobile apps and stuff like that. That helps out a lot. And then, like you said, people are just more aware now. So they'll even be more apt to come and listen to say you speak about it because they just want to know. Every Listen. Social media too, because everybody get money, get money. That's all that people are talking about. Get the bag. Like I've never heard so much money talk in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but that also brings the negative too, because Atlanta is full of scammers. Because everybody wants. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. But that's why you have to make sure, like, you have a plan and you know what direction you want to go in, especially with your money and where you want your business to go and what you're willing to invest in and what you're not willing to invest in, what apps you're, you're willing to try and the ones that you're not. But yeah, as long as you immerse yourself with good, positive people that have done the research and are willing to educate and be patient with you, then yep. that's really all that matters. Yeah. Now, you're yeah. an artist, right? So Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking a question. I'm just making a statement. I just say, right, whatever. I don't know. But of course I'm an artist. That's you're an artist. <laughs> you're an actress. We're on the show. Snitch together. We, yeah. We're we castmates. Right? Let's, yeah. let's not acknowledge that. Now. Yeah. So with you pouring into people with the financial literacy, did that is that what made you as an artist yourself want to create Royal Flesh Productions and pour into other artists? Well, no, Royal Flesh Productions is actually my leading, fo- like what I do, you okay. know, being okay. an artist is who I am. Okay, gotcha. Uh, the financial literacy was the means to keep the Royal Flesh afloat, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it all, it, that's how it ties together is that I... I have been a creator and an artist since, as cliche as it sounds, six, seven, yeah. even younger than that, you know, performing for family. I was the camp kid every summer. <laughs> I was at dance camp, uh, band camp, arts and crafts, whatever the case may be. My family made sure that I was involved. I did speaking and oratorical competition. So oh, wow. being an artist and, and, and just being in those different areas has been, this who I am you know I was this that's a part of my purpose so when I graduated from college because my degree is in theater I've received my bachelor's in theater and mass communications I knew that I wanted to create a platform of my own where I could share stories whether it been whether it was for the stage or behind the camera okay. so um, that's what motivated me to create a platform of my own and I also just wanted to be able to provide resources for people who didn't know what to do, yeah. didn't know where to go. There's just so many people that step out there and be like, oh, I want to be an artist. I want to be an actress. I want to be a start. model. Yeah. And, and they go and they become a part of these or they get uh, involved in these little, just pay us $3,000 and yeah. we'll get you headshot, you know. And I 
I'm still learning myself because one of my mentors mentioned to me that you can't teach someone something that you haven't experienced. Right. Or you can't educate someone on something that you know nothing about. But most of the time you have to have that experience in order for you to educate someone else. So that's what's super important for me. So I'm always a student before I'm passing the information because right. I don't want it to ever be a time where I've given somebody something and it wasn't accurate or I've given somebody something and it wasn't something that I've experienced myself. So with Royal Flesh, I made sure that I understood what what I was doing and what it was going to take and why I was doing it. Okay. And because there were people that poured back into me, uh, like my mentor, Miss Sinitria Grace, who is uh, Dr. Sinitria Grace, who is the owner of 619 Productions. She was my mentor. And I watched how she had a platform of her own, a black woman who has her own studio, who writes her own shows and produces her own shows. And it was just so inspiring to me to see that. Right. You know, and, and that's why it is important for us to have these people placed in our community. And, and we have to invest in these platforms so that they right. can continue to grow, so they can be around for generations and generations and generations. But seeing her do those things for me, I knew it was super important for me, wherever it may be, because I do business in Dallas, Fort Worth, as well as Atlanta, okay. making sure that I'm available to people who need understanding of the film and television industry who need understanding or want understanding with the media industry or becoming an actress or a stage manager or being a producer or a writer, which are new doors that I've started to walk through now, understanding that, hey, I wear many hats and I've been doing this for a while and I want to explore more nope. within this, this field. So I've never wanted to just be an actress. I always knew that I was, you know, meant for more within this industry. So give us a quick overview of like all the services for Royal Flesh. <laughs> Look at so many as as time goes, I pick up on more <laughs> more things that I want to do. But most importantly, I'm I'm just an educator. Okay. You know, I'm I provide the resources and help cultivate artists who are looking to expand their knowledge in the film and television so you, industry. You build them up and then put point them in the right. Yeah, place. help build their confidence okay. and direct them, mentor them, or. You know, and even now, how I was mentioning to you earlier, I've put my producer hat on and I'm one of the producers on a new talk show called Us Talk. Okay. And if you guys are uh, listening, go check them out on Instagram. They have a platform, YouTube three beautiful, amazing entrepreneurial women in Atlanta who are, you know, just amazing. They have great conversation and dialogue with other entrepreneurs or people that are making an impact in the community. But I put my producer hat on for that, along with two other production companies. And we just all work together to make sure that, you know, everything is executed properly. Because like you said earlier about your platform, it's just you. But with you doing everything, you make sure your sound on point, you make sure your lighting on point, you make sure, you know, just everything is a professional platform so when you do get that opportunity to get picked up they've already seen that hey he's been doing this right. it's not much that we have to educate him on or it's not much that we have to prepare him for because he he has a set absolutely absolutely yeah and how what's the handle for us talk on uh instagram for the people who want to... it's us talk us talk just us talk mm -hmm. and then and I... you'll see a pink uh logo with the white us on there okay talk. And you'll know it's them, but it's three ladies, Deborah, Danny, and Angel, um, 
who are just well-rounded individuals, you'll really enjoy them. So if you guys have a chance to go check them out after viewing this on YouTube, this interview, just go ahead and and, and see what they got to talk about. <laughs> yeah, go follow them back. You said they follow me, so I'm gonna go check them out. Show them some love. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and and this was actually my second um, project that I had an opportunity to be um, a producer on because I produced my first project under Royal Flesh in 2017, which was her. So I don't know if you got a chance to look a little bit at the, of that. I sent you the the trailer. I did. I missed that link. Hold on, I gotta check it out. <laughs> I missed that link. I gotta go check it out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, her was actually my first. Was that? Was, my oh, baby. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Did you send that to me? And it was like a Google Drive link. Was no, it? it was actually the YouTube link. It was oh, the YouTube hell. link. Yeah, I gotta. Go. It's okay. I'll make sure you get it because <laughs> you gotta check it out. I'm gonna put that it in the description like... down below. I'll put that link down yeah, there. Please. I'll put do, us talk handle do. down there. I got Royal Flush down there. I got your personal <laughs> down there. Also, give them the website for Royal Flush. Royal Flesh production. Flesh. Flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flesh. Um, that bad. is royalfleshinc.com. So. Yeah, go check yeah. it out. Y'all want to get you your mind right on this entertainment yeah. stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Let, let's get it together. <laughs> let's learn it and get this, this going. Yeah. But definitely. yeah, um, her, make sure you, you watch it too. Yeah. That I'll was another journey that I went uh, went through uh, dealing with the transitional period of, you know, self-realization of holding myself accountable and realizing that, you know, beauty is in the confidence that you have. And just shortly or briefly going through stories that I experienced um, in college and just telling my story in a way that helped me heal, you know, so um, it's not just for women, but I know a lot of women who can identify with not feeling like, you're pretty enough or not feeling like you're confident enough or there's something missing. You know, sometimes we get in relationships and we lose ourselves or we miss, you know, certain things because we're so consumed with just making someone else happy. But it's very important that along the way you're doing the work, you are holding yourself accountable to say, Hey girl, do what you got to do. You know? And like I said, even men, Young people, whoever, go through this, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship, but you can just totally forget, like we mentioned earlier, who you are or who you are. So I've definitely gone through different transitional periods in my life to where I'm like, okay, I'm getting it. I'm I'm an adult now. (laughs) You're really not an adult till you're about 35, 40. I don't know why people said life was supposed to make sense in your 20s. It really Hell, is oh. a process. That's, that's the time to make the mistakes and learn at that point. You know what I mean? And figure yeah. out you and figure out what you want to do and who you want to be and all that. Yeah. And how you're going to do it. So Exactly. That's why, man, like <laughs> these young kids, they, they, they're so hard on themselves in their 20s. It's like, what, what? What? Like, this is the time. Make the mistakes now. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. be 40 years old still making these dumb mistakes. Like, yeah. So, cool. What about your wine? You you got an affinity for wine. Before we wrap this up, tell me about what's your favorite yeah. wine. What you got going on in the wine industry? So I recently just took a strong liking to um, Shiraz, which is a red wine. Okay. I've tried so many different, uh, you know, types of Shiraz or companies who you know produce Shiraz, and I really think that's just one that you can't go wrong with. Because I used to be more of a um, you know, just 
like Chardonnay and things like that because I like a stronger type wine. But now I really like that Shiraz. But I'm a cause entrepreneur for One Hope Wines, which is a company where every bottle, a portion of the proceeds goes back towards good causes. Okay. So, for example, the research for prostate cancer, there is a cause for child education, um, the research for breast cancer, women's education. There's so many causes, pretty much any cause you probably can think of. We have, some, you know, a bottle that right. gives back towards it. So for me, um, one of the ladies that a, a host of us talked was crazy how we reconnected. And I saw that she was one of the dealers for the company and she was a cause entrepreneur for them. And we started talking and I just thought it was amazing how you could be able to represent a company and give back and also get paid for it. Right. So that was my first step in jumping into, you know, really understanding wine. They have a whole platform where they teach you and coach you about wine tastings, which is um, crazy because me and, Deborah, which is the host I keep mentioning, we created another platform called Women in the Winery, uh, where we created a Women in the Winery tour. You know, we go around, do wine tastings, education, wine education, just giving you a full wine experience. So I'm still a student. student. Um, Every day we're learning, we're building, we're creating a stronger platform for that because it's just super cool for people of color to invest in wine it really is a great investment and of course we enjoy drinking it (laughs) and i forgot whose interview it was it might have been um two chains or shaquille o'neal i'm really not sure i know there's two sides of you know yeah 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 but they were like always invest in something that you enjoy or that you have a liking to you know so from two chains yeah so it was very easy for me to invest in becoming a cause entrepreneur for this company because I genuinely love wine. I love hosting people. I love being the life of the party, which all ties into to the experience. So why don't you have a I mean I won't say I won't say why don't you? Would you ever <laughs> have your own line of Yeah, wine? that that is the goal. That That's is the goal. goal. Okay. So that is the goal. So I'm actually working on it now. Okay. And I know that Deborah and I also talked about creating a you know something, you know, maybe who knows, but where it could go. But we do have plans in place to really take this thing to the next level. So I'm not just trying to, trying to just stay drinking it in my living room. You know, I really do want to. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have, have a lifetime supply of wine. You're going to stay lit, girl. <laughs> I'll be sending out bottles and, and such. Yeah. Wine is a good, is a good high though. Wine is a different, it's different than just drinking all that other craziness. I don't really fool with that hard liquor stuff, but I'll fool with some wine. I drink a little beer every now and then, like a little cold beer, but wine. Mm. Yeah, wine is good. Yes, indeed. But listen, I appreciate you coming on. I know you got places to be, places to go, people to see, yeah. all your families around. <laughs> uh, but I really do appreciate you giving me your time. And I know you're traveling and all that, so it really means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And for coming on here and being transparent and having a good deep conversation i'm pretty sure everybody that's watching can appreciate that as well um many blessings continue on your journey to success and being successful because you are a success just know that all right and like i said whatever life may bring or whatever path that comes your way or that you have to maybe step back into the workforce who knows whatever just know that it's part of the plan 
Don't ever, that, don't ever let that get you down. It's part of the plan. Because you already know who you are and you know where you're going. So it's all part of the plan. It's all part of that journey. And the beauty is in the journey, like you said before. And the journey never ends. So you have to enjoy the journey. Because if you don't enjoy the journey, you ain't going to enjoy nothing else. Yeah, you're right. It's real. You're right. Hey, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in. (laughs) Real episode 76, y'all. I'm back here every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You never know who I might have. Y'all come kick it with your boy. We bringing good stuff, good gems, and good value. And God bless you. Thank you so much, Samil, once again. Y'all go check her out. It's Royal underscore Palm, which is her personal Instagram handle. Royal Flesh Productions is her business handle. Us Talk is the business (laughs) handle. Royalfleshinc.com is the website. Everything's down in the description, so you have no excuse. Go support this sister. All right? Good people around here. If you got something from the site, if you got something from this interview, we ask that you subscribe. We ask that you go follow. I'm Cool Card. You know, it's all down there. But yeah, hey, tell a friend, tell a friend, come back again. We out of here, man. Peace and love. We appreciate y'all. We out.